3: Coming up on episode 336 of wheel bearings, we got the Lexus LX 600, the Ford EcoBoost Mustang, Toyota Prius, the new Lexus GX, the 2025 Ford Explorer and Lincoln Aviator, the Mazda CX-70, GM's bringing back plug-in hybrids, an electric Honda NSX is coming eventually, maybe, possibly. Kyle Connor tries to buy a VinFast VF8 and all that and more coming up next. This is episode 336 of Wheel Bearings I'm Sam McWill-Salmon from Guidehouse Insights
2: I'm Nicole Wakeland from The Road Reflected
3: And I'm Roberto Baldwin from SAE International And Mr. Baldwin, what have you been driving? You go first this time
1: What have I been driving? Well, let me tell you find people well of please the, do tell us uh will baines podcast universe uh i have been driving the 2024 ecoboost coupe coupe premium mustang i've been driving around all week it's been stupid rainy here um and everyone just hydro- experienced it <laughs> there you go everyone's just hydroplaning like there's like, like it's their job on the freeway and at one point I thought that I didn't even have a, <laughs> they gave me summer tires because I was like, and then oh, now geez. it's just that, uh no, no, they're Pirellis. They're, they're not like the, the the super hardcore, like all seasons. They're like kind of light heart, you know, all seasons. Uh, but no, it was just just the fact that I'm driving through giant standing water puddles at speed. So uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been a lot. Um, that said, I've been driving it all over the place for the last week, and uh, no, it's it's, it's it's warm, it's dry, so it's got two things going for it right now, warm and dry. <laughs> um,
3: at least when you're inside the car, right?
1: At least when you're inside the car. Um, so I'm just going to tell you the things I do not like about this vehicle. Uh, number one, that doesn't, you can't get it with the manual transmission. It's very weird for me to get in the Mustang. Most of the Mustangs I've driven the last few years, they always just send me the manual transmission version. Uh, you, you, you can't get one. You get a ten-speed. Not, not,
3: not with the not with the four-cylinder anyway.
1: Only with the B. <sighs> yeah, you're not you're not you're not you're not getting it with the EcoBoost. You get the EcoBoost, and that, that and that's the second thing. Um, the four-cylinder. If you go to Ford's website <laughs> and you look just at the car, it'll tell you the specs. It will not tell you the size of the engine. It will not tell you it's an inline four at all. I was like scrolling around, looking. Nope, no, nope, they're not going to tell you that. Um, probably because they're anticipating people to be angry because it's it's a four cylinder instead of a six <laughs> cylinder. Um, that said, it's fine. I drove it around. Got a lot of power. Got sport mode. It's got three hundred and fifteen uh, horsepowers, three hundred and fifteen ponies, as they would say in the olden days. Ponies. Ponies. Uh, <laughs> No, no, it, it's it's uh, outside the 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 fact that it's, that it's an automatic transmission. Um, no, it drives fine. It's it's a Mustang. It's uh, it does have it, it. has that exhaust where you can like regular exhaust, turn off the exhaust, sport exhaust, How track drive exhaust. It? Which
2: exhaust yeah. did you annoy the neighbors with?
1: I just use regular exhaust because I'm regular I'm, I, exhaust because I, I talk to my neighbors on a regular basis and I don't want them to. Oh my god, this <laughs> guy I, oh, again! That
2: Robbie guy, uh, darn cars, he drives. Uh, oh, he's the worst.
1: And, and I, here's here's the thing: if you just put a regular person in this car who wants a Mustang, you just put them in the car. You told them it was a V6; they would believe you. Yeah. <laughs> they
3: wouldn't know. They would have no idea. Well, you I'm, know, in a 315 horsepower. This thing's got 90 horsepower more than the 5-liter V8 that I bought in 1990 when I graduated from college. Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: So, yeah. So, there you go. So, you're getting more power. I'm a big fan of uh, replacing uh, V6s with uh, uh, four-cylinder engines just because you're saving a lot of weight. And typically, the the power-to-weight ratio is actually a little bit better. So, yeah. That said, um, if you are a car person, you're going to notice it um from the exhaust it sounds like a four-cylinder with a nice exhaust it sounds like a honda with an exhaust
0: <laughs> which is
1: they, they tried you know if you put in sport you put in 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 track mode it sounds a bit beefier but driving it around I'm like oh yeah that's a that's a four-cylinder exhaust right there and that's a i got i got the four-cylinder and then i went out and bought the aem uh, exhaust system <laughs> i bolted it under the back of my civic and i'm ready to party <laughs> uh, again Ninety-nine percent of the people in the world would wouldn't notice. No idea, no clue. Um, I do like that they replaced the uh, the fake metal uh, toggle switches in the dash. They used to have these toggles that mm-hmm. were. They look like they were metal. They're actually plastic, and they only one direction. So they look like toggles. They would go up and down. Oh, but they only they went,
3: went okay. Yeah, they only went down. I they're, they're they, more like piano keys.
1: Yeah, they felt really cheap. Like the rest of the, the the interior of the car, I'm like, all right, this is fine. This, it's a Mustang, and then those things just kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. Especially when I could get a mini with actual metal like <laughs> toggle switches that actually did the thing they were supposed to do. So that yeah, I'm glad those are gone. They have replaced them with sort of soft touch buttons that actually move. They're not like squishy. They they do feel a little squishy, but except except that it's like
3: one big button. It's it's Oh yeah, like, you if you, know, you remember like the, one long remember the BlackBerry Storm where oh, the whole, the whole screen you when you press no, it No,
2: I don't. So the, so the BlackBerry Storm was
3: the first BlackBerry with a touchscreen display. Okay. And they thought, you know, well, BlackBerry customers, BlackBerry users are used to having keys. They like the that you know, they always say they like the tactile feedback of the keyboard. So to try to give them that tactile feedback of the keyboard, the Storm had a touchscreen but it also had like switches underneath there, so when you actually had to press down and click to you know to type anything on this thing, and it was basically the worst of all worlds.
1: And like but the he, whole thing it moved. Was just, yeah, the really? whole screen
3: literally oh,
2: rocked geez. when you. It's pressed like if you.
1: Stu- it. It's like if you stuck a piece of plywood on top
3: of a mattress. <laughs> you
2: pushed oh, it. Oh, and- that doesn't sound <laughs> ideal.
3: No. You know these these switches on the on the dashboard of the Mustang. Not quite so bad, but when you when you look close at it, you realize, or when you press on it and you you look at it, you realize that it's there's five. It looks like five buttons, but it's actually one big button. One big
1: long button. Got it. Yeah. So again, I don't I don't know if people are gonna notice that, and except for now because of us
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> now they all sorry everybody
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry,
0: everyone. Mustang. Uh, i do like the secret uh,
1: the amount of buttons that are on the steering wheel like the fact that modes you know modes is on the steering wheel and and all the other stuff and they all make sense where they are i, I like a nice steering wheel button layout where it mm-hmm. makes sense and we're i like when mode is on the steering wheel i don't want to go searching for it i definitely do not want to go into a into a touch screen in order to change the modes for a vehicle I like that it's right there in the steering wheel. You just push up or down. They're, they're, they're separated by another button. So it's it's pretty easy to, to, to figure out what you're doing while you're driving. The one I had had the, uh, the Recaro seats. So I had the little uh, mm-hmm. fancy Recaro sports seats, which are a $1,600 option. Yes. I like racing and sports seats. I fit really well in them. Um, I fit, it's, it's, I'm way more comfortable in these seats than I am in like 18 way adjustable blah, blah, blah. I don't know why. I don't know who's designing these. I'm assuming it's someone who's the exact same size as me.
2: Same (laughs) height, weight, and everything that you are. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm not, you
3: know, anything like your your body. And I also (laughs) fit very well.
2: (laughs) <laughs> you just made him sound like an alien. I'm like, no, I'm not like a monster. <laughs> my, my, body, my, my
3: proportions are very different from yours, Robbie. And I also fit very, I, I am very comfortable in these Recaro seats. There you go. They're very comfortable. They, you, you can't, they're not heated. So if yeah. you go somewhere,
1: it's cold, you're not going to get heated. They don't have, you know, all the other things that people would, I guess would want from seats, but I, I really enjoyed them. Uh, are they worth $1,600? Um, the problem is, is that everyone else in your life has to sit in the seat. Because you can't just I guess you could just
3: buy the car and then just get one. <laughs> well
1: how I mean,
2: weird would that look? I, mean, I re- bet you could.
3: I mean, realistic I mean, there's only gonna be one other person that's that's gonna be sitting in there. I mean, you know, yeah the the, the back seats, you know, I mean no, those back are seats are worthless. Yeah.
1: yeah, the bath seats are essentially the same seats as are in my BRZ. They're they're just yeah. there for they're 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 purely decorative. <laughs> yeah. You can put some things back there. I think we stuck a guitar back there. I stuck (laughs) a bag of like flyers back there for like a show that's coming up. So that fit. Um, uh, Overall, no, I actually, you know, I'm a bit, I I like the Mustang. I'm a fan. What Um, what did you
3: think of the new uh, screen layout in this
1: thing? uh, You know what? Put it on the Fox body, uh, the Fox body gauges and just leave it alone. I don't really any anything else is just I don't because don't, it's just gauges. It just looks like old timey gauges and that's all I really want. I can see how yeah. fast I'm going with a little. Thing. That's it. The uh, the display for the infotainment system. It could be a little weird figuring out where you're supposed to go. Like the the navigation is a little wonky because like, wait, well, how do I get back from this? Like if you <laughs> if you want to turn on, let's say the uh, the for the front um, defroster, like right in the middle of the bottom portion of the infotainment system, you know, on the bottom portion, it's always the climate controls. In the middle, you push a little button, it pops up, and it's like, oh, now you can turn on, you know, the the, the front defroster and the rear defroster, and there's some other things you can do in there. Um, but then, like, now, how do we get rid of it? There's no like X button. There's no like button to hit home. It just takes over the whole screen. You're like, well, now what do I do? It turns out you just hit the button again, that center portion, and then it goes down. Yeah. But it took a moment. I'm driving around. I'm like, wait, how do I get rid of this? I I, I have an interchange coming up. I got to know which way to go. (laughs) (laughs) You're Uh, lost. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Um. I do like to Ford work with uh, Apple. So if you use Apple Maps uh, in the uh, dash, you can actually
3: see, oh, go left, go right. You know, it has a little arrow. It tells me how far I have to go. Yeah, so they've, to- they've actually had that for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Ford, Ford and Honda were the first two companies to do that. When you use either CarPlay or Android Auto, they repeat, they they do the uh, the navigation prompts in the instrument cluster.
1: Yeah, so I, I I'm a big fan of that. I know the Ford worked really hard to make sure that for, for their EVs that uh, you can do that with Apple. It can tell you where where it gets charging and whatnot. So yeah, they have a, a relationship with Apple, so that's nice. Um, let's see, uh, Copilot. I yeah, you I know, used it. it. It it's 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 tough. You can't really test these things like when it's crazy windy and it's you know you know you're gonna or it's it's crazy windy and it's crazy wet. So it's hard to see. It's hard, you know, if you can't see neither turns out neither can they got a car, to be honest. <laughs> <Nobody>. <laughs> so uh yeah, it, it you know, it worked as well as I would anticipate it to, to be. I but I can't give it like a man, this is a regular day and me drive it around and see how it how it works test, unfortunately. Um yeah, no, but overall, uh let's see. No, it's a good yeah, Mustang. Get the eco boost. Um they started at I believe thirty
3: Just over thirty thousand for the base.
1: Yeah, yeah, thirty one. So for the base model, I I had the, of course, because this is the way it it is. I had the uh, the premium version. So it starts at thirty six and a half. Um, There was some equipment they added on there. Um, Like I told you, the Recaro seats were sixteen hundred. Active value performance exhaust. I don't know if it's a value if it's twelve hundred dollars, but sure,
3: why not? Uh, (laughs) I I think that's I think that's active valve performance exhaust. This is value, active value. <laughs> We're on the Monroni? On the on
0: the, That's on
1: the, on it, the it. no, this is active value. It gives me value. It, I'm not okay.
2: <laughs> is that what it actually says? No, no, on well, the gives, Monronis, you, it gives you value. On the
1: Monroni on the is active valve. Okay. But on the paper, like they active said it's value. Is active, active value.
2: active <laughs> value. As opposed to those on the Monronis, active valve,
3: so it, it, it it gives you value with an active valve
1: yeah but so they, while they're typing it they they mistake they mistook the second v for U. yeah so valve turns in the value like that <laughs> like like that i can't my, my hurt my thumb yeah. um yeah no so uh, at the end of the day if, uh forty seven thousand five hundred ninety dollars probably wouldn't buy a mustang for that much money to be honest i would yeah. probably just get you know I, I you know, I'm I'm a cheap man. I would get the cheap version,
3: cheap put a few sp- a few
1: things on. Get, uh, get the
3: get the thirty one thousand dollar one. Go and buy a single Recaro seat for the driver's I, position. Yeah, and, and you're good. And I'm good. That's it. That's all you need. Oh. Boom. And get some active
1: value uh, <laughs> exhaust. <laughs> I don't even care about the exhaust note. Don't care. <laughs> don't care about any of that. It doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not 18 anymore um <laughs>
3: and it, and if it's not a v8 exhaust it doesn't really matter anyway
1: doesn't really matter i don't i don't I, it's all i all i care about is how it how it uh how it drives and this thing drives great so there you go ecoboost mustang you're looking you want to get something inexpensive you know you get the what, what's what's around thirty thousand now you can get the mustang brz yeah, on the CR-V. CR-V, you can CR- see <laughs> Which is also uh, one of those, you know, cars that people love. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So there you go. EcoBoost Mustang. Uh, two, two, two. No, I was going to say nays, but that would be no. <laughs> there
2: you yeah. go. Is this what happens when we record late, Robbie? V Well, I'm subject. awake.
1: <laughs> I'm so like, much woo-hoo! more awake right now. <laughs> typically, when we're recording, that means it's Saturday night, which means I probably stayed up late. <laughs> And then I had to get up at 30 in the morning, and then I just wander my tired butt into my oh, office, and I fire up the thing. Ireland. And then the first, like, I don't know, hour and a half of the podcast, I'm like, what? what's going on? Who's there?
0: <laughs> what are we doing?
1: And then the last five minutes, I'm like, hey, everybody, I'm ready to rock. <laughs> so EcoBoost Mustang, it's ready to rock. All and right. it's awake. It's chock full of Red Bull.
3: <laughs> okay. Nicole, what yes. have you been driving?
2: Uh, mine was not nearly as exciting as Robbie's awake mustang um i had the toyota prius Woohoo! hey that's pretty Ooh. exciting
3: it's
1: at pretty least the exciting. current generation is
2: it's yes and this was this is the current gen and it was the uh car of the year the nactoy car of the year is the toyota prius
0: mm-hmm. Ooh. so
2: yeah yeah just figured i'd mention that while i'm at it so um i i don't know if you guys can see this i feel like they had trouble with the Monroni. i have like nothing but scribbled notes in five different handwriting it's like everybody's hand
1: Five, everyone gets a chance
2: there's like one person scribbled in options price somebody else has scribbled in uh shipping and handling someone else has mentioned the. it's like seat. a
1: birthday card I, I
2: don't i don't yeah like the entire it's like a thing is, like an it's office been, birthday right yeah exactly. hey it's,
1: hey it's a prius's birthday can you put something the, on can you yeah, write something
2: somebody add something to this Prius is coming is coming Prius is so, coming to hide it hide it hide it assuming that the 85 different notes that i have on here are correct um this is the this is the um prius limited and it is about $37,000. You guys want to guess at what this person with this handwriting thinks that d- d- the delivery is. In this um,
3: I'm going to say
1: 995. Uh, 996.
2: Oh, Robbie wins. <laughs> it, guys,
3: guys, Price is right. Rules again.
2: Yep, Prices is right.
3: Rules
1: it's, again. It's
2: 1095. Uh, according to handwriting in blue, that's really sloppy. Um, that's what they say. So like, I feel like I'm like, is this, and it's like very clear and bright red. There's written on both sides, leave in vehicle. I'm like, so they want this to be the official one. Okay. Um, so the, it's perplexing. So the Prius limited, um, and it's the color is beautiful. This is this reservoir blue. It's this bright, bright, bright blue color, but I drove it up to Killington and it's, Dirty
0: white.
2: Aww. I like it's It looks disgusting, but it was really pretty when I got it. Uh, so this one has um, a lot. Of, it has all the features that heated and ventilated front seats, a heated steering wheel. You have a snazzy little um, Wi-Fi and uh, not Wi-Fi wireless charging. Um, it's an, it's nice. This is this is sort of like the a fancier version of the the Prius. And this is not the Prius Prime, which is the plug in. This is just Yieldy, regular so is it, old all
3: wheel drive or uh, front wheel drive.
2: I do not believe this was all wheel drive. And I took all right. it all the way to, like I said, Killington, Vermont in the snowy snow and it was fine. And it was funny. The roads weren't that bad. My going could be fine. We're not getting a snowstorm, whatever. I'm not, I'm not worried about this at all. And I get there and like the parking lot at the Killington grand hotel or whatever I'm like oh did you guys forget how snow plows work i'm like <laughs> this could be a problem but the parking lot was packed so i literally drove into la i'm like this yours now have fun finding a way and a spot to park this in because i can't do this uh, but it handled fine and there actually was a good chunk of slushy messy snow on a lot of the parking lot at this hotel um so the thing with the prius fuel economy it gets fifty-two city, fifty-two highway, fifty-two combined. So fifty-two is your lucky number when you're driving the Prius. What did you so get? I got just about fifty-two because what happened was <laughs> once what I, it was like it was going. Well, it's and,
1: cold, right?
2: Well, it was going. I, I mean, was averaging clearly there's snow somewhere. <laughs> I was averaging higher, but then as soon as you get into the mountains, you're like um, you're in the mountains, yeah. and it's like whee, and that's the drawback to the Prius there's when you are problem. heavy on the gas. Although it's fine if like if you're heavy on the gas on the highway to pass someone, it will past them. It lets you know it it disapproves loudly, because it's a little bit loud. But when you get into the mountains, you're, you know, I'm, I'm truly, Killington is giant mountains, just many of them. And you're just going up these really steep roads everywhere you go in that whole area, and it just eats into the fuel economy. So yeah. then it starts to, but then as soon as I get back on the highway to come home, comes, starts to edge right back up. So all in all, I mean, if your fuel economy is your priority, it's great. Um, it, it's very comfortable. It's very quiet as long as you're not mashing on the gas. Um, and I enjoy driving it. The things I didn't enjoy about the Prius, aside from that being just too loud when you're, you know, when you're really heavy on the gas, too I do loud. not like. I do not like the gear shift. You guys have both driven this, mm-hmm. right? I haven't it driven has, it. yet. Have you really? You haven't driven this?
1: I I okay. I got to call it in, and okay. I just haven't gotten around to it. No.
2: Um, just, I, I understand the Mustang. I'm a very lazy hire,
1: man. Mustang
2: was hired. The new your job. The,
1: the new job is that. Well, this is the one they offered me. Uh, the new job is very busy. I'm doing it's lots okay. of. I'm moving and shaking. You can Ooh. expect exciting <laughs> things from SAE. Thanks to Ooh. me, but okay. it also means I'm just like, oh, should I call this in? <laughs>
2: Should I'll I do, do this? Well, I'll when you drive, you've driven it though, Sam, because I know I you have. had to drive it for judging too. I find the gear shift a little fiddly. So it's it, there's a button that you just push for park, and then there's a very short gear shift. It's maybe two inches tall. It's very short, and it's just like you're tapping it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's this <laughs> it's tiny like a, little gear it's shift. Like a tiny
1: little like a little it's like a
2: tiny little thing. But then also, it's not just like shift to reverse, shift to drive. It's like over and up for reverse, and like over and down. For drive and then to neutral i still can't figure out they, the they've had the part.
3: same basic thing on priuses for a long time i
2: don't like it no I don't like it's it. not
3: it's not great
2: and here's the funny thing so because it's like they
3: looked at the
1: old volkswagen gear like pattern or like you know what let's do that <laughs> let's do this
2: craziness <laughs> remember so back in funny. the day i needed to do some video of it after i got back from killington and it was so filthy i'm like i can't even Pass this off as, Hey, it's new England because you can't tell there's a car underneath all the salt. So I took it through the car wash and I know how to do the gear shift. I'm like, hold on a second. This is not my car and I have a little trouble. And I'm like fighting to get it in neutral, to go through the car wash. I'm like, Oh dear God, this cannot be how I go out. Come on, get into neutral. <laughs> oh, no. Finally got it in neutral. And the guy was laughing. He's like, they used to be so easy. I'm like, they're not anymore. So I did win, but I like, think it should not be this. It's just finicky. It's not easy. And I suppose once you drive it a lot, you get used to it. Um, so that was really my my main <laughs> gripe about this and my that's the, fine that's not that I, bad once you're in, gripe.
1: once you're in park that's all you really uh, you <laughs> once need. you're in park or drive that's all you need that's all you just really never, need never or go just in reverse
2: don't ever go through the car wash and i yeah. do love that it I'm like there's okay so the teeny tiny gear shift and then there's a couple of cup holders and then there's <laughs> a spot tiny. for storage that's just about Big enough for putting, like say, like a woman's wallet. You know, it's it's got a little space, but it lifts up. Like you can op- take that little tray out, and there's hidden storage. It's maybe oh. an inch or so deep. It's like a small tray. Like you could tuck your cell phone probably in there,
1: the, right. and it's
2: just a little hidden and then you put it back. Like
1: in. a cookie or or a brownie, maybe.
2: A you could put a brownie for sure. Brownie for sure. I think brownie it depends on the size of the cookie. Brownies are pretty standard size. I feel like yeah. a brownie, but if it was iced, it might squinch against the top. Like you might oh yeah I don't 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 thing. get iced brown be the brownie you'll be okay at the very worst you get a little bit of like compression going on <laughs> to your brownie More brownie <laughs>
1: compression but
2: it would still be okay so I like that it has that little extra bit of storage and I do love how the wireless charging works because it, it's not flat it sits like like at an angle on its side so when you snug it into the wireless charging it's snugged in there so if you take a turn or if you break hard for some reason your phone doesn't go shooting off of the wireless charging pad to wherever it goes in the car, underneath your foot, underneath your passenger's foot.
1: Um, yeah, I like the, the ones seat. where you have to shove it straight in, so you yeah, can't even get is, your phone while you're driving. I like the, those. Ones.
2: This is you can still get to it, and it goes in not like sh- tall, like sideways, and it snugs in there, and it holds it pretty. You can still reach it if you needed to reach it, nah, I don't but it's not going to slide around. And I I appreciate wireless charging that holds your phone tight so you don't lose your phone because there's nothing worse you're like, oh, it's in the wireless charger. No, it's not. It's on the passenger side. If it's like a
1: flat plane, like right on top of the center console with like a tiny – like 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 five millimeters The like center, edge the center <laughs> you, center console like you hit a bump it flies off
2: well because you inevitably you move to reach something and you're like whoo, and you shot it off with your own elbow halfway well, into the back seat of the car what well, end of that lift, right or you lift up the center console and you're like oh crud my phone now it's like again <laughs> in the back seat of the car so um so I liked how that worked but overall I like the Prius I mean it's a solid vehicle and I think it looks so much better than the old one I oh, love that yeah. they they but well, it's, a, mean, it's a low bar. bar. It's it looks, a low bar. Yeah. It was a low bar, but still it was a bar that Toyota refused nice. to, to to cross for such a long time. It's like we are leaving this weird
0: back end selling. on this car. They
2: didn't we, care. They are keeping this. And it's like, please, Toyota, please. <laughs> and then like hot cakes. I know. And now like they say, now cakes. they're attractive hot cakes instead of hot cakes your toddler made.
1: Yeah. Well now they fun. now they have that now they're they're competing against themselves, really. If you get the Prius or literally anything else, that makes sense. There's so
2: many. That's the thing. Like there was a time when the Prius looking weird and wonky. It stood out and said, well, this is the hybrid. Who's hybrid? No, it's the one. This is the one everyone's getting. This is your hybrid vehicle. That's not the case anymore. Now it's like this is one of your hybrids in addition to the many that everybody offers. So, so But I I like the Prius.
3: Got a couple questions for you. Uh, first of all, dun, dun, dun. The, the instrument cluster. So this has the same
0: oh. instrument
3: cluster arrangement as the BZ4X where it touch on that. sits yeah. above the steering wheel yeah. you know, at the end of like the sort of channel on the top yes. of the dashboard. For For you in your seating position, was it visible or was it being blocked I, by the steering wheel? I
2: can't wheel? believe I forgot to mention that. It does get partly blocked by the steering wheel. So okay. I futzed around trying to make the seat just right. And I had I can't. I can in no way ever see the entire thing perfectly unless I want my seat adjustment completely off. I have to sacrifice some, Um, some little bit. I just can't, no matter how far forward or back or how far up or down, um, it, it just don't work. It just won't work. And I had, my best friend was with me. Who was like, I don't know. She's a couple inches taller than I am. Maybe. And I was complaining about it and she's like, you can't. And I made her sit in that seat and she just adjusted up and down. She's like, how is this supposed to work? I'm like, I don't know. You're the consumer; you figure it out. She's like, this is ridiculous. And she um, up, so she couldn't get it. So it's not like you can't. You can drive. Obviously, you can see it. But it's like, it's
1: like you can see the road.
2: Line. It's not like oh, it feels like I'm going about 55. Let's see what happens when I pass that state. No, you can see it, but it is. It is
1: slightly
3: obstructed
2: or difficult it? to get yeah. through. Yeah, and I think what? I think it's going to depend on your height like literally how you drive it's cuz you're going to be and here.
3: you know if you're somebody that likes to drive with the steering wheel like literally right on your lap or you know up a little bit higher you know it's going to have a an impact
2: yeah so yes yeah, so that is a little bit weird i am a
1: big fan of the 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 tiny little dash cluster right on the steering column like in the ID4 that's mm-hmm. my that's probably my favorite part of the ID4 cuz no matter no matter what wherever i have the steering wheel Right I can there. see
3: yeah. how fast I'm going. The wheel's never gonna block that cluster. But the
1: wheel's never gonna block that cluster. And then, of course, you also get this nice, clean front. So you get that clean front that you know that that Volvo and Tesla and mm-hmm. and VinFast have. But you still have, tie, you know, just
3: it's you have just, the, information the you
1: relevant need. information that I need. I need to know how, how fast I'm going. Like if I need to go left or right. And then I think they also have the, uh, what do you call it, the ADAS information right over there.
2: Oh, that was, and I, so here's my one, room. when I'm backing out of my driveway, there's maybe an inch of snow on the ground on either side of my car, if that, uh-huh. mm-hmm. maybe. And I was close to the edge of my driveway and the one inch of snow, and it like was like, brake! Ah! Like, I literally oh, thought the rear, I thought,
3: rear emergency braking?
2: Yes. Yeah. And at a moment, I thought, did I just brain cramp? Am I about to hit my own mailbox? And I look, I'm like, what? What is it breaking for? And I even in the picture I am on the pavement, but it's determined that scary one inch of snow is apparently too close. It's and, all shiny. And, and it literally scared the daylights out of me because I thought I'm I'm clearly missing something because I'm not hitting anything. I'm in my own driveway. Yeah. It's oh no, it's Frosty. <laughs>
1: yes, no. <laughs> don't kill Frosty. <laughs> so it, it brings such joy to children.
2: <laughs> it was a little aggressive on the uh, the rear automatic braking.
1: <laughs> At so. least they don't they oh. don't have the the where the rear, you know, boop. Boop, boop, there was the no. Prius a couple oh, they ago. They do, they do ago that too. Where the the
2: noise was inside
1: the car. Okay, if it's yeah, outside it's like, the car, I'm fine no, with that. It's
2: but no it was longer. In-
1: it made no yeah. sense.
2: It's no longer the call is coming from inside the house. No, it's yeah. outside the it's car now. It's just to warn
1: everyone in the car that you're backing
2: up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> is, is it just, weird. you know, we're moving they backwards? Did. Yeah, I always find that so, that was weird. And they did get it was rid a of weird that. Decision. Now it's just outside. Now they heard us complaining about it. And i like, why do we do that? I don't know. That was a goof. Let's change that. That
3: was, that was odd. That was okay. odd. So I, I have another question for you. Nicole. Okay, go for All it. Uh, you know, with the, the sleek styling of this new Prius, yes. you know, it means it has a, a very steeply raked windshield. and i'm curious um you know did your husband russ has he gotten in tried to get in and out of this car
2: he did get in and out of it in fact he went out to dinner this evening okay um he doesn't have a problem getting in and out of it he does okay um so getting in and out was not an issue but i did find the way they've in terms of being able to see past that a pillar because it uh, the steep angle of that windshield, like you're saying, they've done a little cutout like that little triangular cutout Mm -hmm. very close to like where the, the, where that pillar meets the front, like meets the dashboard to try to give you a little bit more visibility, because if it didn't, you would just have this blocked out corner, but it is still a little hard sometimes when you're making tight corners, the way it it sort of is you're, you're doing like, I got to lean forward a little bit more than I think, or lean backwards a little bit more to get past that because it does, cut your vision just a little bit
3: yeah because like when i went to the uh the uh media launch drive for the prius prime last mm-hmm. spring yeah. i know you know a number of people that were there you know of various body shapes and sizes you know um had a, a little bit more of a struggle getting in and out of the, did they? the new prius yeah
2: rusted okay his okay. six foot three frame was was okay getting it or if it if he didn't like it he did not voice his opinion, which would be very unlike him as he climbs into a media cardinal, And let me know he's displeased. Obviously,
3: he didn't bonk his head or anything.
1: He on did not part.
2: bonk his head. No, he okay. did not. Well, that's good.
3: <laughs> All right. I missed the little
1: vents that you would have in those little the little a pillar windows, mm-hmm. little triangle vents, and you, you turn. Oh, you the could pop, thing, you pop it open.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah those are those. cool.
2: Those are neat. Those I always like those. Neat. Could you get
1: the window open with that? Like, like it's been raining and just like a little would...
2: wind. Like a and tiny I, little bit. It was like your If I roll down the
1: window, it just rains inside the car because it's so windy. <laughs> it's just on my face. But if I had one of those little vents, I could pop it open.
2: Oop. I know what you're talking about. Those are cool.
3: Anyway, that's old person stuff. Sorry.
0: It
3: is. <laughs> Did you know you can support wheelbearings directly? Head to patreon.com slash wheelbearingsmedia and you can become a patron today. Your contributions will help fund the platforms and tools we use to bring the podcast to you. And exclusives and improvements are already on the way, thanks to your generosity. So, if you want to be part of an automotive podcast like no other, head to Patreon.com/slashWheelBearingsMedia. media. right, um, you know what? I, I just realized I forgot to uh, drive your up. car. No, I I, I drove it, <laughs> uh, but I forgot to open up the uh, the Monrone. Uh So, <laughs> give me a second here. So, I I have a 2023 Lexus LX 600 ultra luxury um whoa 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 whoa, whoa. yeah <laughs> so it's not just luxury it's ultra luxury
2: Ooh, that's the fanciest
3: it, it is the fanciest um and um boy this this thing's expensive i was kind of shocked at how much this thing costs uh when i I, I was i was out in, the, out in the driveway yesterday chatting with one of my neighbors um after we came back from walking uh, the dogs and uh, so he was asking how much this thing goes for, and I said, you know, to be honest, I'm not sure because I hadn't looked it up yet. And so I reached into the glove box and and found the Monroni. um, one hundred and thirty one thousand and ninety dollars.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, really? That's
3: that's a starting price. <laughs> no, this this is the this is the uh, the top trim level of the uh, the current generation.
0: This, and actually, this trim wow. level. Sorry, and, sorry. And this, it's top and this trim level is. Of that.
3: The, and this is a 2023 model. I was looking at the Lexus website. The 2024 actually start. They raised the price. It's up over 134 thousand now for it
0: the
2: ultra lux. It is not. Is it, it really? It
3: is. Yes. Um, it starts at uh, like ninety three thousand dollars.
2: Ninety three nine one five. I just pulled up yeah. the website. Not oh, that I wasn't believing you, but maybe I wasn't believing you. So like maybe he's drunk. Maybe Sam's <laughs> so. had too much to drink. Ninety three thousand. Yeah. Ultra luxury for the I mean, it's in
1: the name. We should have known better.
3: So (laughs) the, 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 yeah, really The, the LX is one of two Lexus SUVs that are based on the Toyota Land Cruiser, but you know, the Land Cruiser, there's actually multiple variations of the Land Cruiser that are sold globally. You know, the one that we get here, the new one that's launching here, um, as well as the, uh, the previous generation and the GX, the Lexus GX, uh, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Um, they're all, um, based on the, the Land Cruiser 200 series, the LX is based on the Land Cruiser 300 series, which is the, the, the top end of the, the Land Cruiser lineup. Um, and then, you know, the LX, it, you know, is even more above the Land Cruiser. I don't know, I don't know what the current pricing is for a Land Cruiser 300 series, but, you know, this is like the the ultra luxury version as as the name implies, um, which you know means it comes with an absolutely ridiculously ginormous grill.
0: I mean, this <laughs> is, is the, you
3: know, it's this is pretty. the ultimate iteration of the Lexus spindle grill. And, uh, you know, once they released this thing a couple of years ago, they finally started paring down the spindle grill a little bit, you know, on the dTX the and the RX. <laughs> And the the new GX, you know, it's gotten toned down, which is a good thing. It's absolutely a good thing because this it's grill on grill. the LX, who it is uh, it's something. It's um, a
2: grill, man. It's huge.
3: It's, it's a lot, yeah. Um, but uh you know, the um the current gen uh lx like um most of the rest of these uh you know the the, the truck uh, body-on-frame uh, Toyota and Lexus vehicles is using a 3.4 liter twin-turbo V6, uh, 409 horsepower, um, 460 some foot. I think it's 469 foot-pounds of torque. So lots of performance in this thing. 10-speed um, automatic transmission, because it is based on a Land Cruiser. That means it has full-time four-wheel drive, and it's you know this thing at least nominally has some serious off-road capabilities um i don't think i would actually want to take this one very far off-road because it's on these massive aluminum wheels with street tires yeah. low-profile mm. house street tires would not uh, be um, ideal and yeah you wouldn't get very far you'd have pr- plenty of ground clearance you just wouldn't have any traction off-road with these yeah. things yeah and you pop a, then you pop a tire at some point
0: yeah yeah
3: Um, and it probably wouldn't take you very long to pop a tire, uh, you know, 22 inch forged alloy wheels. They looked really pretty. Uh, but yeah, it's again, get the small wheels, having having an SUV with, you know, locking center differential full-time four-wheel drive, all that good stuff. And then 22 inch wheels with low profiles, all season tires, seems like a weird combination. Um, but you know, it's, it's there. Um, and you've got drive modes you've got, um, uh, rock, you know, rock and uh, dirt, you know, off-road modes and things like that, um, hill descent control, all the good stuff. It's got an adjustable suspension. Um, I have no idea how much adjustability it has because the specs don't say how how much ground clearance. It, it only says at the low end, it's like uh, nine and a half inches of ground clearance. It doesn't say what the maximum ground clearance is, but I was out taking some photos of it this afternoon and put it all the way up. And it's quite a bit more. It's probably somewhere around 13 or 14 inches of ground clearance with, mm-hmm. with the suspension all the way up and, and, you know, in the off-road modes. So that's good. Um, got a 12.3-inch center touchscreen um, for the infotainment with the, the latest Lexus in, uh, infotainment system. Uh, which is basically the same system that's in that Prius and most other new Toyotas and Lexuses, which is a good thing. It's a very good system. Uh, it's got support for wireless CarPlay and Android Auto, um, wireless charging pad. Um, the, um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the shifter is a perfectly normal one. Um, just as it should <laughs> be, you push the button on the side. You, 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 you shift it, you pull it back to go to reverse, pull it back a little more for neutral, a little more for drive, and then you go all the way back for park. Um, so it's, uh, know, yeah, it's a, it's a good shifter when you get the ultra lux, um, version of the, uh, LX. One thing you don't get is seating for five. Uh, you only have four seats in this thing because there's a big, giant center console in the rear seat. So it's got this, it's, it's weird because this thing is almost set up, you know, like a, like an executive limousine, you know, so you get Mm -hmm. two individual seats in the, in the back that are really nice seats. They have heat and cooling and massage seating, massaging in the rear seats. Um, And it just seems like a weird combination with this, (laughs) with this particular vehicle, but it is what it is. Um, and, and they are also reclining, uh, for the, those rear captain's chairs, uh, no third row in this, which is fine. Cause you have a nice big cargo area, uh, back there. Um, let's see active height control, the Mark Levinson sound system. Uh, Did you have the also, Ottoman? Did you have the um, Ottoman in the back seat? You know, I'm not sure. I, I didn't check. Uh, I'll have to check there. There may be an Ottoman in the back seat. Uh um, I know you loungy. I know that you can I know you can put the front passenger seat forward um from the right rear seat. Uh, you can you can push it forward. And that center console in the back has a touch screen uh, for the rear passengers to adjust uh, things like the climate control, um and also it's got um the displays on the back of the front seats. um so you can control the media. So for example, if your driver decided, you know, I'm going to put it in Android Auto, put, you know, plug in Android Auto or CarPlay, listen to some podcasts and somebody in the backseat decides, no, I want to listen to something on Sirius XM or something else. They can control the infotainment system from the backseat. Uh, so there's that. So you, you might want to uh, think about that if you uh, have kids that you're going to be carrying mm-hmm. around in the mm-hmm. LX 600 Ultra Luxury. Uh-huh. Fancy, but, uh, fancy children yeah you get 8000 pounds towing capability um yeah you get all, all the things that you would expect of a land cruiser um and a whole lot more luxury so there's that oh and it's also uh, not very fuel efficient um the uh EPA rating uh is 17 city 22 highway 19 combined i'm getting about 17 16 to 16 to 17 uh right now yeah it's it's not not particularly impressive, but to be fair, none of the other Toyota and Lexus trucks with the twin turbo V6 are particularly fuel efficient either. They're powerful, but not, not great on gas. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that is oh, and the paint. Uh, this one is finished in Nori Green Pearl, which is a fantastic color. It's a is pearlescent dark green. Um, I think oh. they
2: have on the site for that one yeah it looks yeah. pretty just, just, it looks yeah it's, it's
3: a it's a really good looking color um so you know if you're going to spend one hundred and thirty thousand dollars on a lexus suv you it's definitely want to have it in a good color you don't want a boring silver or black or you know a white you know get get the nori green pearl absolutely it's worth Do it, it. do it um so that is the 2023 um Lexus LX 600, the 2024 is the same, except it costs more. Uh, so no, no changes, um, just uh, more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's continue talking about Lexus SUVs. Nicole, you yes. got to drive the 2025 Lexus GX, which is based yes. on the smaller um Land Cruiser 200 series it's
2: 2024 isn't it 2020 is it 24
3: or 25 it's 24 I think it's okay. 24
2: like you said 25 I'm like wait I think it's 24 okay. it's the new one which yes. I think is actually 24 yes I did I did get to drive it we had took it did you drive it too Sam or did you I did not, not. You I got not.
3: Okay. I, I couldn't I uh, didn't fit my schedule
2: okay no worries um so they took us out to Arizona to drive this uh, first of all, the styling on it looks, it looks fabulous. I mean, that the grill is still a Lexus grill, but like you're talking about way toned down. Like it no longer is that like out of control going to eat you alive uh, grill that it was before. But it's still, all these SUVs are going with that very squared off boxy kind of look. And it does that. It's very Defender-y, I think. Yeah,
1: everyone looked at the Defender and like, ooh.
2: Right? Like, the, well, looks good. I mean, you
3: could, I, I think you could make the case that, you know, really what they're copying. Yeah, is, you know, classic Land Cruiser. That's going back to classic Land Cruiser. That's true, too.
2: So I love how it looks. I think it looks fantastic. Um, And they have no matter which one you get, you've got four wheel drive. So you have some off road capability, but they introduced two new trims, not just for this, but to Lexus overall, the Overtrail and the Overtrail Plus, which are the two most off road trims of the lot. They had, um, and I just drew a blank on what it was called because it's a ridiculous name. I'm gonna pull it up while I'm talking to you. Um, It has an electronic locking rear diff that you get on these. It also has this suspension system that has the worst name. It's like kinetic, shoot. I'm kinetic to it.
1: dynamic suspension system. It's the e kids.
2: Did you just find you just found it? I you. looked it up. The okay. E-Kids. I'm like, I can't look it up fast enough. Um, so that gives you even more like it, it basically opens things up so that you can your articulation is better if you're driving in really technical conditions and you don't have to do anything to tell it that it's like, oh, she needs this boom and it'll do what it needs to do. Can, so I, can I
3: can I just say something a little tangent here? Kinetic dynamic. I mean, that's kind of redundant. It's, I mean, kinetic means yeah, it's moving. Um, yeah. Yeah. And dy- it's also dynamic. dynamic implies motion it's as well. T-
2: electric, kinetic, dynamic, suspension. Yeah, electric, kinetic, Suspension, dynamic,
3: suspension. 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 I guess they yeah. couldn't decide whether to go with kinetic or dynamics. So, oh, let's it, just throw them both.
0: Well, the, the kids,
3: word. you can get key kids if you do yeah. both of them.
0: Because it'd be their
3: e
1: kiss
2: or it'd be e
1: dis. But e kids, okay. that sounds exciting. No matter okay. how you say Sorry. it, electronic children. <laughs>
2: I love the engineering man is like, wait one second,
1: there's, there's duplicate. let me tell you about redundancy, <laughs> the ATM machine.
2: <laughs> um, so as from that, so you have, so that you get that only in the overtrail and overtrail plus, um, the, the, the kind of interesting thing too, is, so this is a three row SUV, <clears throat> not in the overtrail and the overtrail plus they chose to make those two rows and only two rows. Um, but the way that it's laid out, you have more cargo room because of that, your cargo room behind that second row is actually better than the cargo room behind the second row in the three row version. And the idea being, if you're overlanding in your overtrail, you're gonna want that extra room for holding all sorts of stuff that you need to bring along. So it kind of makes sense. Um, Even if you go with the three row version though, you have very comfortable seating. It's very Lexusy inside. The back seats are a little on the the tight, the third row is a little on the tight side. But in all these vehicles, you're not really riding in the third row as an adult for long lengths of time. You know, it's the, the short thing, the kids are back there or you're stuck back there for a short trip because you have a bunch of friends or something, um, but still it's a nice, comfortable, attractive interior. It still feels very Lexus. It rides very Lexus. Um, and the overtrails, we did drive those off-road in Arizona. And weirdly enough, Arizona got torrential rain the day before my particular wave of the drive. So they had multiple courses set up for us to drive and they had to ax one of them because they had set up all this stuff and it was just like mud, mud is what you have. And it didn't actually do any of the sort of technical stuff they wanted you to try, but they did still take us up some you know, steep terrain. We got to feel the articulation. We got to feel it going you know, down relatively steep and up relatively steep. It does have off-road capability. It is not just a grocery getter that makes you think it's an off-road vehicle. If you wanna go off-road in this, you absolutely can. And it's nice that it lets you do that, but then you can turn around and use it as a grocery getter as, or as the car to take for the family vacation or road trip to grandma's or whatever. And it's still nice and comfortable and quiet and plush seating and and just has that sort of quiet drive, that sort of calm very reserved drive that you have with Lexus. It has plenty of power. The engine in this one is changed up. Wait, I should have had all these figures ready. Um, It has a 3.4 liter twin turbo V6, 349 horsepower, 479 pound-feet of torque. So it's got a a good bit of oomph. Um, And now it used to be a six-speed, I believe, automatic. Now it's a 10-speed. So that makes the whole process, if you really hammer the gas, it's quieter and more well mannered as it gets up to speed. Is basically what those all those extra gears in the the transmission do for you. I it's, like it's, driving it's this.
0: A,
3: it's the same. It's the same powertrain that's in the LX, but just with a little less with sixty less horsepower.
2: Right. So not as much horsepower. So yeah. it's well mannered. I mean, I like it. I enjoy driving this. I think it's 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 a comfortable. Um, you know, it's comfortable. It's capable. It's and I I truly do like the styling on this. I think it looks so much. I just i think they they've done a good job in taking some of the lexus and like you said sam they went so bazonkers with the grill for a while they're like look at our lexus spindle grill and everyone's kind (laughs) of like we'd rather not (laughs) can you tone it down (laughs) just a skosh for us like we appreciate you've done your best but can you can you just bring that down a notch um and pricing on this one way more affordable than what you had um on the lexus you were driving it starts at uh, just over $64,000 and tops out at 80 just oh let's call it $81,000. and that's actually not that's for the luxury plus. The overtrail is about 70 and the overtrail plus is 77. So they have so the off-road trims are not the most expensive trims in the mix. They have luxury trims that are the more luxury. expensive trims but there's the so, off-road
1: one if yeah. society collapses you're not going to need luxury you're not going to need yeah.
2: luxury you're going to need capability and they did up the toe ratings um and they changed them i'm trying to see if i have because initially they had their internal um toe ratings for things and then they said oh no wait we're going to have our official um hey sae certified whatever wait
1: ratings. a second i know that yeah. place
2: yeah these see guys what we're doing like, they like rate this stuff and have official ways of doing it, so that it's all level across all the automakers. Here we go. So it's a, kind max, of a big
1: deal. Just it's a big deal.
2: That. And so the max tow rating <laughs> they initially came out with eight thousand, but once you guys did your thing, it's like over nine thousand pounds now. And it depends wow. very much on the trend. Wow. Like there's like seven or eight different numbers, all depending on exactly which configuration you get. Either way, huge jump over what it could tow before. So that's also a bonus. Especially if you're going to be doing some overlanding in your overtrail,
3: and you know Ooh. the the overtrail, you know, unlike the ultra luxury LX, um, you know, it's got proper wheels, tires for going off road. Yeah, thirty-three inch tires with with big. You know, tall sidewalls, 18 inch yeah. wheels. Nice, beefy
0: sidewalls. Yes. Yeah. it, is, it, it looks like it's designed and... to go
2: off road. So you're not looking at thinking, yeah. oh, if I take this off road, I'm going to ruin stuff. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, you yeah. might do a little bit of scratches to the side of your car, depending on what's around you, but you're going to be able to get through things. You're going to be okay. You have the right tool for the job.
3: Yeah. You exactly. can, you can, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, if you're going to go off roading, it's okay to occasionally sacrifice some paint.
2: Yes. In fact, you should resign yourself to that. Yeah. If you're planning on yeah. taking your car, you're any gonna... car, any car whatsoever yeah. off-road you have to know that it is going to get what do they call it? that a desert pinstriping you're going to get little yes. <laughs> little marks little scratches as you go along little from that bitty, one bitty road things. branch that's just gone <sighs> all along you just just let and it you can't or stop or... and
1: back up because then it'll just yeah. like make a little u at least right. if it's one line <laughs> yeah. then it's in like
2: There's <laughs> If you, you stop and back up, you're it.
1: just going to make it way worse. Just, you are going to make keep, it way worse. Just, just keep going.
2: Just go there. It is. Get your That's teeth. First.
1: get your teeth and just keep moving.
2: Just, just keep going and know that people will know that you actually used your capable, capable vehicle to do capable things. And
1: or you, yeah. or you've angered an
3: ex-partner. One or the other. It
2: Someone's either keyed either your car way. or could go either or, way.
3: Or you're using it for its intended purpose. Yeah.
2: Exactly. So which uh, and which looking. Again?
3: Looking at the the photos of this thing, I just remembered one other thing that I forgot to mention about the LX. that was a bit of an an annoyance for $130,000 luxury, ultra luxury SUV. It has fixed running boards. You know, I would expect at that price point that it would have retractable Uh, running boards.
2: Retractable running boards. Yeah.
3: And yeah, just seems a little out of place. I think we're just going to say the GX is the better. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I agree. Let's
1: get the GX. You don't need, yeah. No, it looks cooler. It does cooler things.
2: I would get the GX between the two. Oh, there's a, they got a go photo with, with
1: one and a dog in the back. You can get what? a dog. You'll you'll feel <laughs> fine putting a dog in it versus your $134,000 version. And, Ultra and,
2: luxury. And
3: this thing will probably survive Michigan potholes better than the LX Ultra. Ultra oh, yeah. Luxury. It yeah.
2: probably will. Yeah.
3: Yes. There
1: you go. So, okay.
2: yeah. So, overall, so I liked, I mean, I think this is great. I mean, I've, it, it, it. Moves things forward in the right direction. It's the next iteration. It feels like it should, you know. Sometimes they move it. They're like all new, and you're like, uh, how? How? What? This isn't that much better. It's changed, but not better. This is actually better.
1: Yeah. No. I'm. I'm I just want right, to right. bring out that that baby FJ Cruiser EV. You're
2: <laughs> just waiting on it.
1: Just waiting on it. It's kind of further hitting, you know, starting, stopping when it comes to EVs. Like, all their concept EVs are so
3: cool looking. I'm like, come on, guys. Just
2: make, <laughs> just make one, please. Just make the cars. Come on.
3: <laughs> so um, this this week, um, Ford and Lincoln have both revealed updates to their three-row SUVs, uh, the Explorer and the Aviator. And, um, you know, they've basically done the same kinds of stuff to both of them. They gave them bigger new grills. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, they, you know, the rest of the sheet metal is basically unchanged. You know, so I mean, they they still look pretty much the same as they did, except for a new face. You know, the the Aviators got the same kind of uh, new Lincoln face that we saw that we saw on the the Nautilus, and you know, that they've done on some of the uh, Lincoln models in China. It looks like a Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> looks, looks like a newer Lincoln. It
2: looks like a Lincoln.
3: And, you know, same with the Explorer. They, you know, kind of the same kinds of things they've been changing on Ford models in Europe and China and elsewhere. Um, so bigger grills, um, new dashboards in both of them. One of the complaints with the current Explorer when it came out in 2019 was that, you know, the interior materials felt kind of cheap. Um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of hard plastics and given the price point, you know, it seemed a little out of place. Um, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't of course the case with the aviator, uh, the aviator, you know, definitely felt premium. Um, but you know, it's also a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the, um, one big change for both of these vehicles, they both get the new Ford, uh, digital experience infotainment system or in the case of the aviator the lincoln digital experience but it's the exact same system yeah. so this is the the system that's based on android automotive um and it's the same basic software that's in the nautilus that we talked about a week or two ago um but these vehicles don't have the big coast-to-coast display although they do have a larger portrait style display they both have a 13 inch um display in a uh in the center of the dash, a landscape display. And that that was one of the other complaints on the Explorer. You know, I think when they were designing the current Explorer, they originally, I think, originally intended to only do it with an 8-inch landscape display in the dashboard. And then at some point in the program, once it was too late for them to move the center vents that were on either side of that display, they decided, oh, we need to have a larger 10-inch display in this thing. So they put in... A 10-inch portrait-style display that always looked a little out of place in there, and the software was never quite the gra- the interface was never quite laid out right for mm-hmm. that display, so it never never seemed to work just the way it should. But um, those are all gone, uh, so all uh, explorers now get the same larger grill uh, or larger grill, yeah, same larger um, <laughs> touchscreen, um, and same thing for the aviator. They all get the, the larger touchscreen. With the new infotainment system. So this has got Google services built in. Um, and they also both lose some stuff. Um, dun, dun, dun. No more hybrids available. No plug-in hybrid uh, Grand Touring in the Aviator and no hybrid in the Explorer. Um, they, they, o- The only way you can get a hybrid Explorer for 2025 is to get a police Explorer. There you go. You got to be a cop. Yep.
2: Did they say what the reason was for that? Did they? Give
3: um, any... They said the take rate for um, for consumer Explorer sales was very low. It was like less than five percent for the hybrids, okay. and there I... was more demand from uh, police forces, police agencies that were buying Explorers. They wanted mm-hmm. more hybrids because uh, you know those those vehicles spend a lot of time sitting around idling, and so with the hybrid, they can do that with the engine turned off for extended periods of time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so and they you know, they like the better fuel efficiency they get with that. So the the cops can have the hybrid explorers, consumers cannot, uh, unless you wait a couple of years till used ones, you know, used cop explorers get into the market. Um and same with the Grand Touring um aviator. There, you know, there just wasn't a very high take rate on those. I don't think they ever sold more than you know, more than about a thousand of those a year over the last several years. Mm-hmm. Um which was not very good um and uh so they've they've discontinued that um and then one other thing that's gone from both of these um is physical controls for climate control um
0: mm.
3: yeah they've uh that's all been moved to that center <laughs> strip of the uh the touchscreen
0: mm. <laughs> okay. oh
1: the sad noise is coming from Nicole <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not pleased with this. (laughs) Yeah, I know.
1: Using the climate control on the Mustang, I was like, "Ah,
3: I missed that Impreza.
1: (laughs) 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 I just just want buttons and knobs.
3: Yeah. You know, and it's funny Ford is doing this just as a lot of other automakers are going back to yeah, back, the direction physical so like, controls for climate Yeah,
2: <laughs> just a step <laughs> behind there <laughs> yep
0: a
3: little out of phase mm.
2: um,
3: so you know the Explorer will be coming out uh this spring and I think the aviator a little bit behind that um and and the, I think you can order the 25 explorers now um and then the uh the aviators, I think, are a month or two behind the explorers. They, look,
2: they do look better. I like the the styling on that explorer. It it is, I think, it's greatly improved in the. It looks like the interior, and you saw it live and in person. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it, it seems like even in the, 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 interi- pictures, yeah, the interiors, yeah, the interior is definitely oh, much better. This looks actually decent now. This looks good now. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you know? and actually, you know, they've they you know they've made a bunch of changes in the layout and the the dashboard of the explorer. Um, so one thing you may notice in the photos, there's this fabric area across the top portion of the dash across the front of it, Mm -hmm. which is basically the same as on the Mach-E. So what they've done is they've embedded a bunch of speakers in there. So that, that top portion of the dash is basically a soundbar. It
2: looks, Um, it actually, it makes me totally think of a soundbar. It looks like that. And and there's actually speakers
3: embedded behind that fabric there. Um, and then For the, the center vents, they, instead of them being on either side of the, the, the touch screen, they're now moved together and down below the touch screen. And Mm -hmm. then there's a nice little shelf that sticks out underneath that. So just below that you, you do have, it's
1: got like a little extra cubby.
3: Yeah. So you, you still got the, the physical, uh, uh, the rotary, um volume knob there Mm -hmm. and a couple of other switches for hazard lights and things like that. Climate controls, like I said, are in the screen, but then you've got this little cubby there. The wireless charging pad is in there. You could stick some other, some other things in there. So it's a nice, nice extra little storage space there.
2: Very cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see this one in person eventually.
3: Yeah. Um, They've, they've simplified the lineup now. Uh, They added an active trim, but they, and they have ST line and ST and platinum. And, and, uh, the the Timberline off roady version that they had before is yeah. is gone. Wait,
2: did, uh, how long did they even have that? That didn't make two it years, long I think. At all
3: yeah, I, felt I think like was that was introduced years.
2: and it's already gone. Wow, that yeah.
3: was no no one was buying it. But but, th- but not, they did yeah. they did show us a teaser image when uh, uh, when I was there at the event showing just the front wheel of uh, of an Explorer uh, <laughs> and said coming soon and the front wheel one of the the pockets in the the wheel. Was yeah. trimmed in like a goldish, yellowish Ooh. color, which is so it's the same design that they have on the Maverick Tremor. So, uh, presumably, a tremor
2: Explorer Tremor. Yeah,
3: yeah presumably, they're uh, going to go with the Tremor branding for the off road oriented to the Explorer.
2: Timber line. Okay. Yeah,
3: sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> and, and both the Explorer and the uh, Aviator are now also available with Blue Cruise. So you get hands-free driving assist, blue
1: cruise. Well,
2: that's cool. I, I'm
1: telling you, I never know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I just, I just leave them on the steering wheel. I don't want to like.
2: Around. <laughs> like,
1: do I just put them in my lap? What do I do with these things now? And then I just give up and put them in, and and just put them on the steering wheel.
3: Um. So yeah, same same engines: the two-point-three-liter EcoBoost and the three-liter EcoBoost uh, for the ST with four hundred horsepower. Um, OK, next up, uh, another get another SUV, uh, the new Shocker. Mazda CX-70 for
1: 2025.
3: Yes. This was kind of a weird reveal. They, you know, they did their for mo- I guess they did a very small event somewhere in California. Had a few people there where they actually got to see the thing in person. Well, um, they did
2: one in New York City, too. Did they? Oh, OK, because I went to the one in New York City. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. And it okay. was this weird. They flew you in and it was. Like here's your slot to do some content creation in a, you know, and then no one else is there. So it, it was small. It was and yeah. it wasn't like a full presentation. It was just like here's the car.
3: Yeah, they gave us a you know a link to a video, a virtual reveal. You know, yeah, did the did the walk around, but they didn't really give very many details. You know. No. so one thing I saw, I think it was on the uh, the TFL video. Yeah, they mentioned that. This is the same, because when you look at it, it looks exactly the same as the CX-90. Mm-hmm. Um, it might, it seemed like it might be a little bit smaller, but they didn't give us any dimensions. So is this the same as the CX-90?
2: I'm, I'm with you shorter? on the question mark. I It looks, I believe, it kind of looks like it's the same size as CX-90. I'm not sure, that, because you they didn't give you any kind of numbers yeah. for anything, um it was more just here it is take a look. So there weren't details to really say this is the same size. Like it, I don't know. I think I think it's kind of really just the person who wanted to see X90 but doesn't want a third row. You know how Lexus just did the Overtrail yeah. and Overtrail Plus same vehicle just yank that? It feels like that what's and it looks like it like standing there with it kind of like mm, what do you-? <laughs> yeah i mean it looks great they did a nice job it looks very mazda it's it's beautiful um it has all the and they have a neat little cargo thing in the back that like so that you can there's a little cargo pod underneath the floor in the the, like in the cargo area we lift up the floor and you can get a little thing that puts dividers in there so you can create like little three little different pods to sort out your stuff and hold it which is kind of neat um it looks great but i don't we I don't have dimensions, so I don't know, but it didn't look at it from car. the outside, you didn't look at it and think, Oh yeah, that's definitely smaller than the CX ninety. You looked at it from the outside and did it like a oh, could be maybe it would tilt <laughs> yeah. your head to side like a dog. I,
3: I know. I, I, I was looking at all the photos and it's like and, and looking at photos of the CX ninety and trying to figure out is it shorter? Maybe. Yeah. If it's not if it is, if, it's not by much.
2: It's mm-hmm. not it's not gonna be it's not gonna be significantly shorter it definitely yeah. isn't one you look at think, absolutely this is shorter i don't i'm there must be a difference but it's not a big one
3: it does have the same powertrain options as the cx90 so you get the mm-hmm. the 3.3 3 liter inline six or the the 2.5 liter plug-in hybrid
2: mm-hmm.
3: so yeah those are good
2: yeah i think this is really gives you that suv size but without the third row because a lot of people just want the extra truly don't want the third row you just want the extra mm-hmm. space Base. You'd really just want the extra space for stuff if you're buying an SUV. And if you have, you know, truly, when you have kids, you're hauling around all sorts of random stuff all the time. And and so, that I mean, you you don't necessarily want to haul around extra people. You just room for their stuff without feeling like you've crammed the car full. So this will do that.
3: Okay. All right. Um, well, speaking of plug-in hybrids, um, GM used to make plug-in hybrids. They don't anymore, but apparently soon they will again. We don't, we don't know any, we don't know when we don't know any details just that last week during the, uh, um, fourth quarter earnings call, uh, CEO, Mary Barra said, yep, we're going to bring back plug-in hybrids after a couple of years ago saying, Nope, we're never going to do hybrids again. So
1: they're bringing sexy back.
3: Yeah. So I don't know how they're bringing what, sexy. What, back. <laughs> I mean, you know, it'd be nice if they brought the Volt back. Um,
1: oh can you imagine oh people lose their minds
3: but i don't think that's going to happen
1: yeah
2: well i didn't think
3: lose
1: i I feel like
2: i don't know what gm is doing like this this surprises me and yet it doesn't
3: i'm 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 pretty sure they don't uh at least their product (laughs) planning team doesn't um yeah there's a lot of signs that their product planning team is just in disarray Mm um you know with some of the decisions they've made on their ev lineup um, you know, they're now bringing, you know, bringing back plug-in hybrids is actually probably not a bad thing for GM, especially, no. you know, if they put it, you know, do it in their, like their big trucks and SUVs and and maybe even the midsize trucks, um, you know, they could certainly use a boost in, uh, fuel economy. So, you know, getting some plug-in hybrids into those vehicles, um, could probably be done fairly quickly, you know, with the, with the body on frame stuff. Mm-hmm. you could package a battery under there you know along one side in, you know on the inside of the frame um and uh you know it'd be a lot easier than on some of the crossovers and stuff uh and then uh, uh do the same type of hybrid system that Ford and Toyota and others are doing you know in Mazda you know where you and um and uh, Stellantis where you've got the the motor packaged in between the engine and the transmission um uh, so you know, i think I think that's probably a good idea for GM to, to bring to offer some of those, especially for the trucks, um, you know, so they could have trucks that still have the ability to tow like a gas mm-hmm. or diesel truck, but, you know, can also do, you know, 25, 30, 35 miles of electric range uh, for just for daily driving. I,
2: I think, think that- the idea of, I think doing plug in <laughs> hybrids is great. I also kind of think they have the sweet spot for people who are nervous about EVs. And who aren't quite ready to say, well, I'm I can live the EV life. You you use it as EV-ish when you want to and can charge it, but then hey, no big deal. You can also fall back on this gas engine. I think they're a great midway, especially given that for large parts of the country, the EV infrastructure isn't quite there to support it. Some places it is, some places it's not. If you're in a place it's not, you don't want to buy an EV, but you'll be happy with this because you can then you don't have the panic if you can't plug it in charge you just have a gas engine so i think it would be a good move i'm just, curious how long it will take to make it happen and make it happen so they're halfway decent
1: yeah <laughs> just bring back just get
3: the vault and just throw it back on the line exactly the
2: guys don't, <laughs> don't, don't change anything
1: well, except they it's,
3: already threw that line away because they know, were building the, the vault in the uh detroit ham tramick plant which they completely uh, got in to build the EVs. silverado Silverado, well, they,
1: they got Hummer. it for the Bolt. They they killed the vault, made the Bolt, killed the Bolt. And now that's going to be Silverado. Yeah, which is the exact same thing. Yeah.
2: I, it's oh, wow. Well. <sighs> yeah, someone, some, some poor guy who's taken apart that line and putting it back together is going to be told come on. to make it back to plug in hybrid. Come and say, on, guys. I just did this.
3: <laughs> just took it apart. Come on. The Volt's a good car. <laughs> this land. Yeah. I mean, if you really want a third generation Volt, you can get one from your local Toyota dealer. It's called the Prius Prime. (laughs) It's
1: got like all the same specs as the thing from, uh, it was such a great car. Come on. You
2: know what I saw today? I saw a Subaru Solterra. Really? I did. I saw one on the road. I saw one in front of me when I was driving today and I truly, I like did a double take. I'm at a traffic light and I'm like, what is that? What? What? Holy cow. It's in the wild. The first time I've ever, ever seen one.
1: I saw really? a lot of uh, cyber trucks in Orange County.
2: Oh, I haven't seen. Oh, I haven't really? seen any. I don't think we're going to see mm-hmm. one here anytime soon. I feel like they're all in your like, the woods for a while.
0: Yeah.
3: But uh, well, I see they're there in Texas. There's a bunch of them in Texas. Oh, yeah, that makes sense.
2: Texas? OK. And yeah. that's
3: where they make them. And so, you know, Texas, Texas is truck country. So truck country. See, I, 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 I think I'm Pretty sure that uh, you know it is a, uh, a requirement to be a resident of Texas. You must own at least one pickup, truck. at least
2: one truck, any yeah. size, any style. But you must that's, have uh, one that's, pickup that's truck. What, in your that's what that's what Kristen
3: Shaw was saying the other day.
2: I think Kristen's probably correct. <laughs> when you, when you, yeah.
3: As soon as you cross the border into Texas, you know you have you to just buy throw a truck. a truck at you.
1: They just give you an F one fifty, and they're like, "Okay, we'll see you later,
0: <laughs> y'all." <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, all right, um, the uh, Honda NSX are as the accurate NSX, as it's been known in, in this country, um, is Honda has indicated that it will be coming back, that there will be a third generation of the NSX and it'd be electric. Um, and auto car has an interesting rendering of this thing, um, or what they, what they expect it to look like. Is that
2: just their guess?
3: Yes, that's their guess. Okay.
2: Good so, Lord. Okay.
3: Well, this is, this is based on the, uh, The Series Zero Saloon concept that we saw at CES last month. Yeah. So it it,
2: still looks like looks like a um, little vacuum thingies. What are those called? Dustbuster. Thank you. It's still Mm. got a little dustbuster vibe. It's that rectangular, perfectly rectangular front. Yeah. Like the way that mm, it's the dustbuster, the Honda dustbuster. Dustbuster. I don't know that it'll look like that, but this looks like a dustbuster.
1: Tell you the dustbuster looked Uh, way better in person. I'm just going to tell you. Did it really? Yeah, it looked much cooler in person. Did at, it actually uh, look like CES. a Dustbuster
2: or is it just the. It looked pictures? less like a
1: Dustbuster when you're looking yeah. at it. Okay. it like, really like, oh, this is cool. The okay, picture, like, oh, you like, oh, a Dustbuster. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was, I was surprised as well.
3: Okay, and and I'll believe Honda, Honda says, you know, a vehicle based on that concept is coming uh, and very soon, like 2026. So
2: they said yeah. how close to the concept, though. You know, sometimes a concept car looks one way and then when the, the actual comes out, you think, what was Uh, the skip between here and there because it don't look alike at all
3: it you know it's hard to say um i think you know the front end the the basic uh, idea that we get from that concept is going to survive that so you know something like what we see in this rendering yeah that that's going to be there you know very sleek overall design Mm -hmm. um you know and it's going to be a big sedan uh it's going to be honda's flagship uh the the first one but it actually won't it won't even actually be the first of the new EVs? They actually their first um, EV that they've designed themselves uh, that isn't off the Ultium uh, stuff, like the Prologue and the Acura ZDX, mm-hmm. is actually going to be arriving in late twenty twenty five, built in
1: Ohio. <laughs> built in Ohio.
3: Yeah, and oh, then H-I-O. the saloon is coming in twenty six. What's
1: what's round on the end and high in the middle?
2: O H I O.
3: Ohio.
2: <laughs> Just some Ohio right. jokes for everybody. Hey everybody. We love you, Ohio. I only
1: know that joke because of Devo, because Devo's from Ohio. That's, that's all I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, the people of
1: Ohio, good job with Devo.
3: So I, I don't know if you guys ever watch any of the videos from the Outer Spec YouTube channel. Uh, Kyle Connor uh, runs I've that. I've
2: seen some of them, yes.
3: Yeah. So he and and one of the people on his team, uh, like they're based in in Colorado, in uh, I think in Golden, Colorado, or maybe Boulder. I think it's Golden. Uh, anyway, they're they're near Denver, and um, he uh, he and one of the members of his team went to South Carolina last week to try to buy a VinFast VF8 uh, because VinFast announced this screaming lease deal: two hundred and forty nine bucks a month for a VF8.
1: No money down. Did they really? Did they buy it? Well, that I was almost, what they—that
3: was what they said was no money down. There actually, was almost, some money down. Well, I mean, that's no. You start to pay all these other stupid things. Yeah, it was actually several thousand dollars that they had to put down.
2: But, oh, did they really?
3: Yeah, a couple a couple of grand, I think. Okay. Um, but uh, they, you know, they went. They they bought a VF8, and they had they actually had a very hard time getting the dealer to sell them this car. Um, because, uh, apparently there's, it, it needed a software update. So like all the cars coming in, you know, into the port and being delivered to dealers need this software update and they couldn't do the software update yet. And so the dealer didn't want to sell them the car without the software update and said, okay, before I'll sell you this car, you got to go take it for a test drive, you know, drive it for half an hour. And make sure that nothing crashes. I mean, the software, not the vehicle. But <laughs> no, you don't, you don't want the vehicle to crash either. Both but,
2: of those things. <laughs> but
3: you you want to make sure the software works, um, you know. And if it does, then I'll 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 sell it to you. So it actually took them several days to buy this car. Did
2: uh, it fail the first time they took it out to drive, or um,
3: it, after they bought it? Yes.
2: After <laughs> they, they bought it, <laughs> fabulous. Then,
3: yeah. The, then they had a failure. Um, but um, they, they do have it now, so we'll, we'll see. I'll, be, I'll, I'll include the link to the video in the show notes uh, so you can check out the adventure that Kyle and Francie had trying to get this thing. Um, and then uh, uh, I'm sure they'll be following up in the coming weeks and months uh, with more videos about this VF-8 uh, to see how, how it actually does in, in real-world use. Kudos for Kyle for deciding, let's just go for it.
1: Let's just go for so, it. Yeah. He's, he's going to get the content, so he's going to get the traffic, which is yeah. great. Yeah. But also, you know, how is this vehicle evolving
3: since we drove it? So. And and he's he's bought some interesting EVs recently. Uh, there was another video he did a few months ago where, do you guys remember the Coda EV? Coda,
2: Coda. K-O-D-A? C-O-D-A. Uh, oh, C-O-D-A. No.
3: So this this was one that came out in, I think it was originally announced in like two thousand seven. So it was right around the time I first um started writing professionally. And um it was it was an American company, but they were buying this little Chinese compact sedan and getting it converted to electric. And basically, you know, it was it was one of many EV startups that Based, that that failed pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some that were built and shipped over here. Um, and somehow Kyle managed to find a dealer that had essentially a, a brand new one from 2010. Oh, they, this is the one where he. The, okay. This story is fun. Uh, yeah, that, that, uh, he, he some it was a dealer somewhere in California that had one sit, sitting in the back of their lot, been sitting there for like 12, 13 years, um, never sold. And wow. he got it for a song from these guys. Okay. And, um, then, you know, was drive, drove it back to Colorado. Uh, I think he had to replace, had to replace the 12 volt battery and do some other stuff to it, um, to get it running. But. Eventually you know, got it going. Um, so I'll I'll find a link to that one and and put that in the show notes as well.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's a fun story.
3: Yeah. Um Volvo EX30. Um dun, 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 dun. it's it's they were Volvo was uh it's in production. Uh Volvo was already selling them in uh Europe. Uh but guess what happened?
2: Surprise. Your software software problems.
3: Yep. Yep, they had the pause sales, uh, just like uh, Chevy with the Blazer, and uh, they software issues with it, and uh, so at some point, it will hopefully go back on sale when they fix the software.
2: Well, there is a note at the very bottom of this, yeah, this and Gadget story that they did manage to get it fixed and are shipping oh. again to customers, so I guess oh, it was okay. temporarily paused, but it's just, I mean... Indicative again of how the the software thing is really proving quite an issue. An issue. Software is not easy. Yeah, Hmm.
1: it's harder than a lot of these automakers realize, and they're all realizing it now.
2: Yeah, this is the hard way to learn, but they're learning. Yeah,
3: Yeah, it's it's going to be real interesting um, to see how some of you know. I mean, we've seen GM fail, we've seen Volkswagen fail um you know there's volvo's you know has had some failures um mm-hmm. you know the the next two big ones to watch from legacy automakers are going to be mercedes-benz with their uh, mbos coming next year and ford with the stuff they're doing for their next batch of evs mm-hmm. um you know i'll be curious to see if they can succeed where all the other automakers failed um i'm not i'm not hopeful
2: I'd like I mean, to this, think
3: they would, but it's, I, I don't know. I mean, on one hand, you have
1: Mercedes, like, we're going to control everything. But on the other hand, well, now you control everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, now you've got it all. What are you going to do with it?
3: Now what are you going to do with it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, it's going to be a tough few years. All right. Uh, let's finish up with a couple of Tesla stories. Um, so uh, uh, the Cybertruck, you know, it's got those really cool aero wheel covers. And, you know, these custom-made Goodyear tires that are with the patterns molded under the sidewalls that fit right in with the wheel covers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) apparently, if you actually drive a Cybertruck with those wheel covers on there, um, the the clearance between the wheel covers and the rubber of the sidewall, especially when the, the tires rolling over. To you know, the bottom part of the, t- the tire that's ho- ca- holding all the weight between the truck and the road, and it you know, how the tires tend to bulge out a little bit mm-hmm. sideways at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a- apparently, the the uh, wheel covers are digging into the sidewalls, and uh, so Tesla has stopped shipping those wheel covers and uh, um, they're, they're recalling them <laughs> and they're going to be redesigning those wheel covers.
0: Oops,
1: yeah. Yeah, you're gonna them I mean, It make
3: just seems like they're out. You know, but then, you're, things... if you
1: make them further out, then you're gonna like you're gonna create all this this turbulence because now the say, wheel the covers too further out.
2: gonna be yeah.
1: Just don't make them with the funny little like teeth that stick out. Just mm. yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, it looks fun and funky, but it needs to work.
1: It just someone should. They, it just feel like someone would have noticed this in testing. Because I know, there's, it's not, not like, it's there's not like it's not that it had to very do something
2: many. absurd. The, it was that just how to drive
3: that presumes that tesla does you know thorough testing on their own i mean you know this is a company that ships beta software to their customers yeah. so you know clearly they're shipping beta vehicles too, Oof. beta hardware That's not a
2: good look oh yeah. come on tesla
3: womp, womp. so if you have a cyber truck um please let us know i'm curious to get your <laughs> feedback on it uh but you know if you do um Make sure you take those wheel covers off because you don't yeah, want those things digging into off. your. You don't want those digging into your sidewalls, yeah, especially what, if you plan to take the Cybertruck off road. That would not be good because you know yeah. it's it's very easy to cut a tire when you're off roading anyway, and you don't want to make you know make it more susceptible to getting cut right, because it's right. got these gouges in the sidewall from the the wheel covers.
1: Yeah, maybe don't use those. I mean, if they're getting recalled, you can send them back and get. I don't know. Something else, Tesla tequila. Don't they still have booze or something? They, <laughs> <laughs> they did have in.
2: Tesla tequila once, fun time. I think,
3: didn't they have a beer too? Didn't they make a beer? Maybe I don't remember
2: the beer. I remember seeing the tequila. I do not remember the beer.
3: Let's see. I know. I don't know. If, I don't know if they still have it. Do they still have the tequila? Let's
1: I see. think Tesla I shop it was all
2: limited run, Ooh. and you couldn't get any of it anymore.
3: Can you
1: still get a boring uh, flamethrower, not a flamethrower?
3: No, I think those are sold out. They only did like fifteen hundred of those.
1: Wow. I remember we got one at Engadget. Oh, and you can were...
2: buy the Tesla tequila. Wait, it's that they on are... the lifestyle page? I'm on. Oh, I'm at the. I found a random. There's... I shouldn't say it online because I don't even know if it's reputable. I'm finding random whiskey shops.
3: Oh, here we go. Uh, so there's there's the drinkware. There's the Cyberstein, the
2: which Cyberstein. is this weird
3: looking beer stein clearly inspired by the cyber truck. um and then there's okay. cyber beer uh and you can get the cyber beer and Cyberstein limited edition set for 150 bucks Is
2: this on tesla's site
3: yeah uh mm-hmm. if you look under uh on lifestyle? a shop and then lifestyle and then drinkware
2: oh my gosh um
3: and they have you know various other bottles and um they have these tesla sipping glasses that how much are those covers the, which covers
1: like the the wheel covers like what can I, like what's their value oh i don't know probably like not can you much trade in. you can get the umbrella i'm just trying to figure out what you can get a trade like a direct trade for
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i guess
1: you can get like the little cyber truck for kids
2: That's
3: uh silly. well that thing's 1500 bucks and i'm pretty sure a set of plastic wheel covers is not going to be 1500 dollars
2: probably not Let's say I mean,
3: they might charge you $1,500 to replace a broken one, but that doesn't mean yeah. that they're worth that much.
2: Well, there's Let's a lot of Tesla lifestyle dollars. stuff, guys. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you're if you're into the, well, that's really the Tesla community, you know, I do you see the, the Plaid mug?
2: Yeah, why? That's oh, me. Plaid. It took me a second. I'm like, oh, why Plaid? A... And then I just was like, <laughs> oh, because Plaid mode, I get it now. It Charging took me a minute. Plaid. I'm like, they why also have the, Plaid?
3: They also have the Cyber Quad for kids available again. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of grand.
0: Yeah, um, thousand the, dollars the kids
3: cyber truck for 1500 i think i would just go you know buy a power wheels instead for a couple hundred pow, pow, power there's wheels. there's a
2: there's a whistle called the cyber whistle
3: yeah what? anyway enough of that nonsense <laughs> um that's all the things we can I'm buy totally
2: hers. amused by all this sorry guys this i mean you awesome. know every, every
3: automaker sells merch um, I uh but but tesla's is no different of, there's a giga
2: yeah. texas belt buckle
3: <laughs> of course there is that's
2: yeah, awesome there, there okay is. I love it. I want to get to um, Texas. Belt
3: you, you, actually, you probably, you may be better off investing in some Tesla merch than actually Tesla vehicles, <laughs> especially the Cybertruck.
2: Very possible. Um
3: if you uh if you if you have a Cybertruck, you might want to um consider staying away from off-road events like King of the Hammers. Yeah,
2: because you um, might destroy your little vehicle. Yeah,
3: some somebody took their Cybertruck to King of the Hammers this week, um and uh broke a suspension. Uh, I guess Oops. it was the guys from the Unplugged Performance team. Uh, this is a company that sells uh, a lot of Tesla accessories and uh, um, like body kits and all kinds of things like that. And I think they also do performance accessories. Um, let me see. Although,
2: to be fair, I'm sure there were more than a few vehicles that did not. Lee, yeah, I mean, uh, Hammers, it's King of the his Hammers. Yeah, in his many, King yeah, of the left Hammers destroys more pieces than they arrived in. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah, it's not it's not uncommon for
1: stuff yes. to break
2: for um, things to meet their demise. Well, these guys yeah. get
1: to be the first ones to break a Cybertruck, at King of the Hammers, so they got that going for them. Right? Yeah, there you go. We won at breaking <laughs> our car. Man,
3: that's a that is. Whew. That's yeah. It looks looks like uh <laughs> broke a rear tier, uh, rear steering tie rod. Oopsie. I yeah. mean, what's steering really? I
1: mean, do you have the, the wheels in the front?
3: Yeah, you can steering. still steer with the front wheels. Yeah, no. you know, just You're fine. Just, be, just because, you know, one of your wheels is hanging off si- one of your rear wheels is hanging off sideways, you know, it's disconnected think, from the car. I
1: think Emmy Hall has a picture of this vehicle underneath. On her Instagram.
2: Of the of the um is that the Cybertruck she was showing? She did have a picture of this yeah. scenario. I didn't catch what the actual vehicle was.
1: Yeah, I know it's a cyber truck, but I don't know which one. If it was this one. Who is this person? This is not Emmy Hall that I'm looking
2: <laughs> This is not the Emmy Hall I was looking for. There we <laughs> go. It's like
1: some child. I'm like, nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is not the right Emmy. Oh, <laughs>
1: uh, let's see. Which one she has. Uh, D A you know, Emmy, is that the one?
3: It not, it's not, yeah. Uh, I think, I think that's her, uh, followed by, uh, yeah, Amy, various people we know. Let's see. Tire, rear tire, rod, the rear passenger
1: side, yeah, yeah. I think it's the same one, unless two of them broke. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't look great,
0: yeah.
1: Oof. No, it doesn't look
2: great, well, anyway. yeah. Um, yeah. And, I,
3: and I just saw a video earlier today, uh, from TFL, um, Andre went out to California, one of their, uh, one of their, uh, patrons, um, has a cyber truck and invited him to come I'm out and, and drive it. And, uh, so he was towing, you know, he was driving it around. he also did, did a little bit of towing, um, towing a 7,000 pound 33 foot long camper trailer. Um, and, uh, the, um, efficiency came out to about 0.95 miles per kilowatt hour towing <sighs> this trailer
2: oof that's not good
3: yeah well i mean you know to be fair hummer EV. Uh, with a with a, yeah. with a trailer yeah, like that just... you know i mean that's not that's not much worse you know than what you would do with uh um with mm. a uh lightning or a
1: hummer yeah, it's
2: not a slam against yeah. a tesla a cyber yeah, it's truck just, it's a slam it's... against ev trucks
1: Ele- yeah electric pickups as, yeah. yeah as towing machines maybe yeah. don't <laughs> yeah if you can help
3: it unless yeah. you're going unless you're going like 100 miles maybe don't yeah, yeah. And, you know, well, the Silverado EV, because it's just got such a humongous oh, battery, th- can yeah. actually do it. I mean, they, the, you know, TFL did a towing test with uh, with a Silverado EV work truck that they got a few months ago from Chevy. And they went over, they went like, I think, 205 or 210 miles on a charge, uh, which is pretty good. Yeah, um, good. Yeah. I mean, it's way, way further you can, than you can go with a Lightning. And I was towing a big trailer, you know, a 10,000-pound trailer. Yeah. Oof, yeah. That's a lot of trailer. Yep. I don't think people realize how much 10,000 pounds is. Yeah,
1: it's a lot. Is a lot. It's a Which lot. It's a
2: Yeah, it is.
1: That's five tons according to a math class I took once in high school, maybe junior high.
2: <laughs> Go high school math.
1: I'm from a small town, so I don't know if that's correct. So <laughs> if it's incorrect, please uh, send me a message on Discord or email or LinkedIn. <laughs> All right.
3: Um, and finally... Um, you know, Tesla does a lot of business in China. In fact, uh, nearly half of their global sales are in China. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um, and you know, he's gotten a lot of incentives from the Chinese government to build a factory there and build vehicles there and export vehicles from China to other markets. Um, and, uh, now, um, you know, despite being so very dependent on the Chinese market, um, Musk is saying that uh, Chinese automakers will demolish global rivals without trade barriers. So he wants the U.S. and other companies to increase, or other countries to increase the uh, um, tariffs on Chinese-built EVs. Um, you know, BYD is already starting to to ship their EVs to assort other markets. M, uh, you know, SAIC. Uh, Xiaopeng, Li Auto, you know, a bunch of Chinese brands are exporting their EVs to to Europe and, and other markets. And um, Musk is very concerned about them uh, coming into the U.S. market and thinks we need higher trade barriers to so that they, he doesn't have to compete with cheaper models from China.
2: I think a lot of people have been talking about the cheaper models from China in general, just being about ready to kick U.S. automakers' butts. On all fronts,
1: yeah, they're kind of ahead of us. They're like I say kind of. They are ahead of us. I say kind of. I say they are ahead of us.
2: is not so much. I wonder, like, of course, he doesn't want to have to have competition he can't beat. But also, like I think, all the automakers are oh, yeah. in a good. Oh every, every automaker
1: in the United yeah. States is like, oh man, it's like crud. Oh like, if we, they man, they don't
2: figure out a way to handle this. We gotta, you know? we gotta
1: figure this out. For BYD figures out
3: a way to sell cars here.
2: Exactly, exactly.
3: Oh man. yeah, well B- BYD's building a plant in Mexico. Mexico,
2: so. they're selling mm-hmm. them in
3: Mexico. Yeah. Motor yeah. Trend did a whole piece on it. They went down. They drove it. Yeah, they drove the Seal. They're yeah. quite impressed with it. Yeah.
1: So. I, I want a Xiao pang just because I love saying the word Xiao
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's, a, that's everyone, a it's, it's,
1: because it's hard to like if if you yeah when everyone else looks at it they're like x how do you say that? X-Pang? not Xiao. You're like what? X-Pang. Believe me before I moved to San Francisco I would have said X-Pang the new X-Pang. They're like no no it's an X-Pang in my butt <laughs> uh, uh, all right uh, it's 4 30 in the afternoon here
3: on the west coast i'm i'm awake now
2: he is on fire people
3: and that's all we've got for this week um, <laughs> that's enough of robbie yeah
2: <laughs> sam shuts it down right. shut her down <laughs>
3: we'll talk Bye to you everyone. all next week and and don't forget to uh uh send us your questions and comments at feedback at wheelbearings.media. Uh, get your merch at shop.wheelbearings.media, uh, and um, and uh, oh, and thank you to all our patrons. I always forget to do that.
1: Thanks, patrons. Thank you. Thanks, pay everybody. Bills.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or Mc Sandwich, but you're the filet
0: fish Sandwich all day.